0: NFL 365. G'day, day, NFL 365 fans, and welcome back to another episode. I am David Tash and alongside Ryan Martin, as always. And Ryan, second round of this NFL playoffs, and man, another boring week of football. Yeah. Three or f- four games that were not even close and didn't show any good signs of being fun games to watch. Very disappointing in the NFL uh just playing that might have been the best week of football i think by far in my lifetime
1: yeah i mean it was a pretty boring game and then uh we we're like ah, wild card is a little bit a little bit one-sided you got the bills beating up on my patriots um up eh. in the eagles cheese beating up on the sealers we get more of the same in the division round Hell no, dude. This was a fantastic week of football. We started with, first game was Bengals-Titans, right? First game was Bengals-Titans
0: in Bengals-Titans. Nashville. Yeah, oh my
1: gosh, this was this was a fantastic week. This is what made you excited to be a football fan and it reminded you that this is January football at its peak. These are the best teams in the league and the stories that we'll tell um, as we kind of go diving deep into each game about how each team got here and how the teams were victorious that were, this is just crazy. And I love how close all these games were. It was a thrilling weekend for the NFL, and we'll start with Tennessee.
0: Yeah, so starting out in Nashville, we've got Joe Scheisty and the Cincinnati Bengals, Joe Scheisty being Joe Burrow, as as we all know. And then now recovered from injury, Derrick Henry, which threw a huge question mark for this – not only Bengals teams but everyone just watching this game people weren't sure what their uh this Titans teams going to look like obviously we know Derrick Henry is their star running back uh would have had one if he never gotten injured he was on pace to have one of the statistically best seasons in NFL history but wow Evan McPherson the MVP of the game who would have thought a first year kicker would have sealed the deal for this Cincinnati Bengals team, which honestly I'm loving this underdog story, Ryan.
1: Yeah, me too. I really am. Um, I just love this whole Bengals team. This Bengals team yeah. is just a fun yeah. one to root for. Um, You look back at last year, there's – what team was this last year? It's kind of like the Browns last year who stuck into the playoffs um, for the first time in a really long time, breaking that drought. Just a fun team to be a part of. They ooze confidence, something you just love in an organization. Four seed, obviously unfazed, coming in and playing Tennessee – um Yeah, I just love this game from the Bengals, as you mentioned. Evan McPherson, the hero here. Uh, I'm sure some of you heard what he said as he was trotting out to kick that game-winning field goal. Turns to Joe Burrow and says, hey, looks like we're going to the AFC Championship game. It's not just Burrow. It's not just Burrow who oozes with confidence. It's Jamar Chase. It's his defense. It's Zach Taylor who's really turned it around as head coach. And obviously, as you mentioned, a first-year kicker. is just so fun to root for. Um, Bengals get it done here. Yes, Derrick Henry was back in this game. I don't think he looked 100%. He had that wild. He
0: did. Yeah, he did not look 100%. He had like a metal plate in his foot or something. Obviously, uh I don't even know how many yards he got. He was pretty low key. Yeah, 62 yards and, and a touchdown. Yards. Yeah. Yeah, which is definitely, I mean, a touchdown and 62 yards in a playoff game is impressive. But when you are talking about Derrick Henry, that is really not a team, uh, not a game that you should be excited about. But speaking about this Bengals team a little bit, as you said, they do ooze with confidence. Um, I'd say everyone oozes with confidence other than this O-line. This O-line, we all we all had the debate, should, we have, uh, should they have drafted a guy like Panay Sewell or a guy like Jamar Chase? They chose mm-hmm. Jamar Chase, and I'm – thinking based off rookie of the year type of numbers, they made the right decision. But what I'm really concerned about is the longevity of Joe Burrow's career, especially going against good D lines. Uh, Being sacked nine nine times in a playoff game is definitely a concern. But I do love these Bengals, and I feel like they have truly become not only just an underdog,
1: but they've kind of become America's team in the playoffs. They have, I mean, and not to toot our own horns, but credit to both of us for predicting this. We both had the Bengals and Chiefs in the AFC Championship game. NFC was not as uh, not as kind to us as we thought the, um, as we predicted the AFC would be, but nonetheless, um, really good job. And I, I'll i give you that. Yeah, that game, if Tennessee wins, then this whole Jamar Chase thing is all for none. And everything just falls on the drain immediately. um Looking, I'm just checking out right now the Bills Chiefs game. We'll get into it later. Josh oh, Allen oh. was sacked only twice. So, if yeah, Kansas and
0: Mahomes is also sacked twice.
1: If Kansas City, I'm looking at Kansas City's defense, if Kansas City in their sack game doesn't really Uh-oh. show up like they did against the Bills, then this could be a Bengals to Super Bowl. I think that's what's going to define this game. We'll get into it more later, but absolutely, I mean, gotta find a way to protect Joe Burrow. You can't you can't allow nine sacks in a game.
0: Yeah, I 100% agree. I mean, Not to be on the Bengals' bandwagon or anything, but last time those two teams played each other, Joe Burrow did throw for over 400 yards, and Jamar Chase had 255 yards and three touchdowns. But don't want to get overconfident. Uh, I would say great win for this Bengals team. Nobody expected them to even be a playoff contender, let alone be in the conference championship is a major w for this franchise. And I'm excited for the future of this team. They're
1: so young. You can't, I mean, you literally think about all their pieces that they have around them. T Higgins, Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon, Joe Burrow, you go get an offensive lineman, which is obviously still your pressing need here, get a young defense and all of a sudden, I mean, you're right there for a bunch of years to come this team. I thought the dolphins and the dolphins, Patriots, and Bengals all kind of overachieved in the regular season. But the Bengals just keep getting it done here. Um, their young core certainly hasn't let up in the playoffs so far. They're heading to the AFC Championship game. Mm-hmm. Moving into the late window on Saturday night, we had our second matchup of a one seed versus uh, a higher seed. This time, the six. Yeah, the six seed Forty Nine ers coming into town. Oh my gosh, what a great game once again! So this one ends with a Robbie Gold game winning field goal to have the Forty Nine ers win thirteen to ten. Listen, Jimmy Garoppolo didn't look great. The 49ers offense didn't look great. 49ers didn't score an offensive or defensive field goal. They blocked a Packers punt, which they returned a couple of field goals from gold, and all of a sudden, 49ers heading back to the NFC Championship game. David, is this a replicatable performance now for the 49ers uh, when they go to the NFC Championship game next week where they will face the Los Angeles Rams?
0: Uh, See, Uh, That's so. Let me just go into this game a little bit first. So, I mean, if we look at the Rams offensively as you, or the Niners offensively as you mentioned, they sucked. There's another way of putting it. They sucked. Uh but so did this Packers offense. Aaron Rodgers played mediocre, and which in the last twelve years, I mean twelve weeks, he has done anything but mediocre. But. This Niners team reminds me of their twenty nineteen run, where I'm trying to look up the score. Uh, when they made it to the Super Bowl, NFC Championship game. Uh, no, it wasn't. Wasn't this team? Oh no! When was it? Oh well, whatever the year where they lost to the Rams, like ten to three in the Super Bowl, or no. Um.
1: The Patriots, when they lost, and they won.
0: No, the Patriots won. When they did lose to – when was the year they lost to the Rams and the NFC Championship? Rams-Packers? Uh-uh, Niners-Rams. I'm trying to think back. Was that 2018?
1: Yeah, that's when um, Todd Gurley was on – it was Todd Gurley's Jared Golley. yeah Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was a – I think that was, was it 2018? No, yeah, 2018. Yeah, it was. was.
0: That was Eagles Vikings. So it might be. Uh, maybe 20, 20, 2019
1: for the 2018 season. No, that was, uh, it was Rams. It was Rams Saints in the NFC Championship game.
0: Okay, that's right. All right. So whatever. This, this Niners team, it reminds me of that team a couple years ago. Which is all offense, I mean all defense, no offense. One, and honestly, the
1: one, the one where they beat the forty, the, they beat the Packers in the NFC Championship game. Yeah, no, four touchdowns.
0: Yeah, I'm. I don't know what I'm thinking about then, but whatever. Um, back to this game. Uh, I don't. I'm. I'm gonna be honest. I think these Ram, this Rams team, they're a very good defensive team, but offensively, there's so many question marks. But I honestly don't think them scoring 13 points is the biggest headline of this game. I think the biggest headline of this game has to be this Packers offense getting 10 points. Mm -hmm. And it's always been Aaron Rodgers. Oh, we could blame it on his defense. His defense gave up 13 points. There is no excuse for that. You cannot be the best quarterback in the NFL giving up those types of numbers. I mean, not yet, not getting those types of numbers. I meant, but very disappointing game. Uh, we saw really – I didn't see much of Devonte Adams. But uh, it was just such a disappointing game for this Green Bay Packers team that everyone did not see losing.
1: This was a shock. I mean, I think – listen, we both thought the Packers would win the Super Bowl this year. That's when we looked at the bracket and we said, okay, Aaron Rodgers, two MVP years in a row uh, – He's got Matt LaFleur now, who's gonna figure it out. And um, you know, this is their final of their year. And we kind of thought that the Titans might get upset by the Bengals, and that's what happened. None of us saw the Packers getting upset by the 49ers here. Um, Nobody.
0: This honestly, I was talking, I was with just talking to one of my friends, casual football talk, and I was like, after the Packers scored the first touchdown, I was like, all right, we could turn this off. This game's over. It was Aaron Rodgers in the snow at Lambeau, up 7 0 after a beautifully played first touchdown drive. I was like, hey, 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 he's Aaron Rodgers. Yep. Never thought I could count him out. I, and keep watching the game. I was like, holy crap. Then the blocked punt. I was like, oh my gosh, Packers are going to lose it. And it was this has to be one of the-, the,
1: Packers, the Packers also went into halftime. With only a seven-nothing lead, they had a field goal at the end of the half that was blocked by the 49 Which
0: I know, which so should have been much uh, it should have been so much better better played clock management wise. But when Aaron Jones caught that long pass, he could have just gone out of balance and the Packers would not have to lose all that clock that they did. That was a there's a lot of questionable plays by the Packers. It, it was just like silly things. They had a blocked pump and blocked kick. Like, stuff that should not be happening in a playoff game happened.
1: Yeah, it was weird. Um, I definitely agree. I think the Packers offense just need to come to play a little bit more. Uh, but how about this 49ers defense? When you think about what they've done so far in the last couple of weeks, pulling up their recent schedule, um, how about week 18? Now, this was a team that was not supposed to be in the playoffs. They were, I think they started the year, like, two and three. I'll look um, what that was, but. This was a team that was at the bottom of this packed AFC West, which now has two teams in the NFC Championship game, by the way. It's kind of crazy, but um, this was a team that just shouldn't wasn't supposed to be in this game. Um, they were down 17-0 too. They were down 17 nothing to the Rams in a Week 18 game. That was a win or go-home matchup. They climbed back to win that. After that game uh, in Week 18, they go to the wild card, obviously, beating – um, The Cowboys, right? That was a game with the Cowboys, as we mentioned in our last episode about how you know, it was a weird whistle that ended that game. Then they beat the Packers as a one seed. So this 49ers team is on an incredible run right now. Much credit to their defense. I don't love Jimmy Garoppolo at quarterback, which kind of makes me think we'll get into it soon, but I think their luck will run out next game. Um, But I think if his offense can try to get going, it'll match their defense. Then this team could be scary. But uh, a great upset here, really. Uh, one we didn't saw coming, and it just opens up more questions this off season for Aaron Rodgers.
0: Yeah, and after a great Saturday of football, Ryan, I was like, "Yeah, no way this can get even better than what it's been." Little There's did a, I know,
1: two straight games that were dictated by a game-winning field goal, by like a game-winning
0: to, field goal, by the underdogs, by too. The underdogs Don't forget against about the that. against the one seed. Are you kidding? Against against, against the one, one seed, game? both teams were. It was incredible. I was like, "No way this." weekend could get any better and then little did I know Mr. Martin Thunder 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 thunder. down in Tampa Bay Tom Brady and the Buccaneers looking to dial in for Tom Brady's 900th Super Bowl appearance but the boys from Los Angeles had other thoughts in mind what a game Oh, my gosh. I did not think this game was going to end the way it did. Once I saw Brady go down, they got the field goal to tie it with, uh, like, what was that, Uh, 55 seconds left? Yep. Little did I know, Cooper Cup and the boys and Matt Stafford dial up a 60-yard play to get the Rams in field goal range and – that's all Matt Gay needed to seal the deal. What a win for this Rams team. Not only was it in Tampa Bay a very difficult environment to play in, but it was it, it was just a it was a great win by this Rams team, who honestly I feel has a very good chance of making it to the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah. What I said, what I said Sunday after the Fantastic Saturday, which I still stick by. Before, whoever wins the two divisional games on Sunday, so whether it be the Rams and the Buccaneers or the Bills or the Chiefs, whichever those two teams win will be the two teams facing off in the Super Bowl. And I think I still stick by that. Uh, This Rams team came out hot. I mean, this Buccaneers team is a reason they returned all starters as they did on offense as well. Uh, And they made the Buccaneers look foolish at home in a playoff game. 20 uh, nothing lead at halftime. It was really all Rams at that point. And I was sitting there watching. I was like, it's going to be a hell of a comeback. going to be a hell of a comeback. I've seen this story so many times with Tom Brady with the Patriots. I just knew that it's he's going to make this interesting, which he did. Um, and then it was kind of like the Eagles Super Bowl where he comes back, thinks he has it for a second, and then uh, just at the last second, can't get it done. This was a great game for the Buccaneers, though, too. Really showing some resilience in that second half. I mean, Tom Brady... 30 for 54, 329 yards, touchdown and a pick. Uh, both these guys just battled, battled to the very end. Um, I think the difference was really the Rams having a incredible wide receiver group that the Buccaneers just couldn't stop. Odell came to play six catches. Cooper Cup came to play nine for 183 and a score. Uh, and then Matt Stafford showing him he can get action get it done in the playoffs. Just a great win for the Rams here. Um, showing up against a, a Buccaneers and then all of a sudden we got an NFC West showdown in the NFC Championship. Once again, best division in football.
0: Yeah. Uh to add on with what you were saying, uh going down 20 to 3 at half, you should not even be considered to win this game unless your quarterback um, 23. What was it? I thought
1: it was 20 enough. Them, but you're right, 20, 20 to three.
0: 20 to three. Okay. But whatever. Uh, The fact that you are down 20 to three and nobody would be surprised if you come back says something about your quarterback, says something that he's like okay at football or something. Um, yeah. But what I have to say is that was. I, I, I'm starting to think do you think this is Brady's last year, Ryan?
1: There's a lot of questions. I do think it's his last year. I do. Here's why. As much as Tom Brady is a competitor, and I'm listening to sports talk radio all over all over New England, he this is a decision, especially with this part of his career, that you got to plan on a lot. And there's so much uncertainty here. It seems like his offensive coordinator Brian Leftwich. It's more than likely he'll be the next coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Gronk's up in the air right now too. Bruce Arians. He might take over. Uh, offensive play calling again. Do you want that? This is a decision for Tom that's been years in the making now. And he's kind of figured this out since he got to Tampa Bay, what he wants to do in terms of his retirement. And that doesn't change if you lose win or lose one game. I know it's a playoff game. I know he's probably pissed off right now, but it doesn't change based on one game. This is a decision that you think out way more than that. So for that reason, I think he, it stings to go out with a loss, but I do think this is his last year. Uh, Shooting up for the NFL when we'll see you in Kenton in five years.
0: Yeah, it's it's weird to think that this day is actually. I, I feel that it's also upcoming. It might be this offseason, but it feels like this day, like we've heard like when the big athletes like the Derek Jeters retire, when the I'm trying to think big athletes over time, when the Peyton Mannings retire, when even I remember Ray Lewis retiring. This day just seems like it's never going to happen because this man, he went 13 and four and lost on a game winning field goal to a very good team. Mm. He won the Super Bowl last year. He's 44, 45 years old, I don't think.
1: Yeah, 44 now. We'll
0: there 45. are 13 NFL coaches younger than him, mm.
1: including, he, including all who were left in the NFC playoffs besides his own, obviously.
0: Yeah, that is bizarre. It, it, it's stuff you don't hear of, and it uh, him not being in the Patriots. There's even guys I, like
1: Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury got drafted to the Patriots when Brady was there as the starter. That's kind of crazy. yeah,
0: it, it's bizarre. Uh Seeing him now in Tampa, I feel gets the Patriot. I mean, as a non-Patriot fan, gets the Patriot stigma away from him. So he's become so much more lovable, but I do think. This year is unfortunately going to be his last year, uh, and without any question, he is the GOAT by far.
1: Yeah, I think he's proven everything he needs to prove now. He won the Super Bowl without Bill. Um, he was a second seed now in his second year. I mean, he's proven everything he's got to prove. At some point, you're gonna have to let, you're gonna have to let go. And this is a Bucks team I can't see being as good as they were the last two years. This coming year, I think they take a step back, regardless of Brady's under center or not. Um, so you want to go out when you're 13 or in four, or do you want to, you know, go one more season and finish nine and seven and finish as a seventh seed? Like, how do you want to end your legacy? I think this is a perfect spot for him at this moment. Um, and you talk about how wild it is to see him not in the playoffs, uh, not in the league anymore. You want to dip into what could have been one of the one of the wildest games in NFL history, which followed the Buccaneers' loss.
0: Yeah, and just as we thought this week couldn't get better, this was the highlight matchup everyone was looking forward to. Mm-hmm. This had two of the greatest young quarterbacks, two great coaches, two great two like these teams just matched up so well, and it it, it was I just can't wait to get started in this. Uh, as we look at this scoring summary, well, the final score was 42 to 36. Uh, we have let's just go into the fourth quarter. So, going into the fourth quarter, it is 21 23, Kansas City lead. Kansas City gets a field goal to start the quarter, it's 21 26. Then, with a minute 54 left, Gabe Davis, the MVP of the game, in my opinion. Gets a touchdown from Josh Allen, makes it 29 26. But That's never count out Tyreek. Team. Yeah, then never count out Tyreek Hill and Patrick Mahomes who go for a big touchdown. Tyreek Hill hits him with the peace sign as he's running down the field. I go, he just did that. One of the most disrespectful things you could do. The thing
1: is, the thing is he caught it. So the ball was at 64 uh, yard touchdowns. So the ball, can I do quick mouse? We're at the 34 yard line. He catches a slant, and it was like – it was probably right around the 50. And you just knew the minute it touched number 10's hands, it's a touchdown. It's That's why he's just such a weapon. I mean, he touched, It touches his hands, he makes that catch, and you just know he's going to outrun everyone, and he does just that and puts the Chiefs back up on top. Keep going, David.
0: Yeah, and just to just talk about Tyreek Hill a little bit, to show how talented he is, my mom barely watches football. Text me. That guy is friggin' fast.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, it's it's amazing to watch him play. Yeah,
0: it's amazing to watch him play. So with um with sixty two seconds left, Ryan, Kansas City is up twenty nine to thirty three, uh, up thirty three to twenty nine. The crowd at Arrowhead is going wild, going wild. Everybody thinks they got it until Gabe Davis and Josh Allen go down the field. 49 seconds and score another touchdown to make them go up three with 13 seconds left. 13 seconds left. You have to think this game is over. You have to.
1: It's, it's it was, yeah, by Davis. I mean, Davis, MVP of this game, first player in NFL history with four catching touchdowns. And everyone comes from Gabriel Davis. Crazy. I think Bill's mafia should have been through the roof right here. But never Through the countered. table, don't you mean? Through the table, good analogy. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then
0: in thirteen seconds, the Chiefs were able to go down the field and score. And I don't know if you saw this, Ryan, but in post-game interviews, Mahomes and Kelsey were talking about it. That was all backyard football. That was Kelsey for Kelsey's big like thirty-yard gain? He goes. Uh, he goes to Mahomes in the huddle. He goes, I'm not running the route that I'm running. And then Mahomes go, okay. And then in the snap, uh, Mahomes yells to Kelsey, Kelsey, do it. Kelsey, do it. Meaning don't run your route. And he gets a gain of 30, gives Harrison Butker the easy field goal to uh settle this game at a 36-36 tie heading into the playoffs. There were – Ryan, there were four scores in the last – Two minutes. Uh-huh. That is wild. But then, overtime. Overtime. I've. I think we've both vocally talked about this. We both don't love the ruling of overtime. But the uh, the coin was tossed. Kansas City wins. Kansas yeah. City drives down the field and scores. Ryan, absolutely brutal loss for this. Bills team who looked like they had it uh I feel terrible for Josh Allen who had a career game when he needed it the most but I want to hear your stance on this overtime rules and if it needs to change if so what would you do uh and
1: yeah first of all I want to get I gotta give props this game this was one of the greatest games I've just been able to watch and I don't think it's hyperbole I mean this was just a back and forth game um that being said, I think like the the football lover in me who wants to see some defense being played just wasn't played at all. I mean, the Bills had two All Pro safeties, and they were just lost here. Um, as far as the overtime rules go, I'm a bit kind of conflicted because I get that I get that you don't want like especially if a game goes to overtime, it's a good game that you don't want to see end immediately. The rush to get it over and like the sudden death thing in overtime. No one's complaining about overtime football. Like no one is being like, "Oh my gosh, can this get over?" Like it's it's an exciting brand of football, which is why we wanted to keep going.
0: We all love free football, and mm-hmm. we all love the excitement of a tie game. But go on. That being
1: said, my best solution. I do think it could change. There, there's been some crazy theories that have been thrown out. Like, oh, one team decides if they want the ball or not. The other team decides where they get the ball in the field. Like, no, that's stupid. I think. You give them a ten-minute quarter, and just play it out. Like if a team scores, give the other team the chance to get the ball. Like just play it out. And so who's going to complain about more free football? Um, especially if a team can get the ball back, then I mean, all of a sudden it's a ball game again because Josh Allen is getting the ball back. What can the Bills do with it now? They're uh, now that they're surging. Um, so I think that'd be a great solution. I don't care if it goes if that means it goes into double overtime more often or triple overtime. Don't, no reason to stop it. Just play out the period, see what happens. I think that would be great. Um, for the question is, do you pose it now in the regular season and postseason or just postseason when you need to find a winner? I could see them doing it in both. Just no one's complaining about more free football. It's only good for viewership uh, to extend when you have exciting football. So my best solution is just play it out.
0: See, I like something like that too. Or I've also just kind of on the spot came up with a little thing. Instead of college where they start in the 25, start on the 45 or 50. Obviously avoid kickoffs, so many injuries that can happen, and that's the last thing you want, an injury in any sort of overtime or situation. But what I would do is, yes, uh, do t- team flips. Do we want to be on offense or defense first? Say they choose defense, college rules, whatever. But say after four times – This is just a little concept. I saw, I think, Russell Wilson tweeted it a while ago. Instead of just going back, forth, back, forth, until, like, the 8th and making it, like, 9 uh, or, like, 3 a.m. or whatever, uh, the game end at, have it go to, like, a shootout style, but kickers from the 35-yard line. Feel Feel
1: Wolves. If we know anything about today's NFL and watching this weekend where – um we had it was all four games were decided by a game winning kick right or besides three games then your touchdown to win after the bucker sends it to overtime so um yeah i mean it's right we had gold it was gold set won it mcpherson won it and then yeah gay so yeah three to go um I think that'd be interesting, too. Um, it was just how big kickers play a role in today's league. That'd be a cool concept. I know. We... It's just it was just an idea. I was
0: like, honestly, that it sounds fun.
1: Yeah. Love football on that. Um, How about we – we'll cut it over here for now. New episode coming out soon um, about as we kind of preview into uh, the sp- – Conference championship game, David, can we expect it to live up to the hype that the divisional round kind of posted? Um, it's Bengals-Chiefs, 49ers-Rams. We'll get into it next week. What are your kind of predictions early on? Let's preview that episode.
0: Uh, I would love to say it's going to top last week, but I don't know if we'll ever see something top last week for the next four years. But what I think is there's going to be one good game in one game, that's more of a blowout. And uh, I'll get more into that next
1: episode. Say, cut that right there, baby. Leave that bait right on the hook. You'll hear what David thinks about that and what I think about that. Reel them in next episode on NFL 365. But thank you so much for tuning in. Adios.